Hello, housewives. This is your recruiter, Diane O'Brien, and this is episode number 52. Good morning, housewives. This is your recruiter again, Diane O'Brien, and it is Tuesday morning, December, what is it, the 29th? This is the fifth day of Christmas. I got it wrong yesterday on Monday. I think I missed a day. I always forget that Christmas Day is the first day of Christmas, and um, it's now here on Tuesday. We're number five. I love knowing that we're still in the holiday season when most people think it's over. We have uh, the 12 days of Christmas to still wind down, I guess, and wind up at the same time, out with the old and with the new. And I want to continue with you on that journey this morning, Tuesday morning. And in the past, uh, if you've listened to my podcast, Tuesday I saved kind of to have the mindset of tactical Tuesday. So as I was helping all of you learn the tactics and the basics of recruiting, we would go through, you know, how you source logistically and uh, how you recruit and um, when it came to the contracts and the terms and uh, just all the details of what it took step by step to actually become a recruiter or a headhunter. And this stage of the game, I think there's all of that out there now, although for, you know, a long time it was um, not just putting some free stuff, but then um, private groups where you could really enter and have more of my time um, and things that you could buy or sign up for. I feel like I'm at a place now, and hopefully you are too if you're going on this ride with me, where we can move past all the tactical. You kind of put in your investment, so to speak, right? You've had your skin in the game. <laughs> you, you know, you um, did the hard work. You have to learn the basics first. So you can never jump right into the easier, higher levels until you put in the hard work, I think. That was my experience. Maybe I'm wrong and maybe the next generation has jump right into being really intuitive and, and letting the money flow free. That would be amazing. But for us, we learned all the tactics. Um, if you haven't been caught up on that, I have a book on it called Work From Home Headhunter. I wrote that I don't know, not even, not 10 years, but over five years ago. And it holds true. All the tactics are in there. There's probably enough out there now on free videos on YouTube. You could, if you really wanted to, without spending a dime, you know, you could find out the tactical versions of how to recruit. Um, you could learn all of that in um, 10 weeks, I would say. Well, well, hey, the book is Work From Home Headhunter, um, 10 Weeks to Six-Figure Success. And so all that still holds true. None of that's changed, even as technology changes and things evolve. Um, the way that you recruit is the same as when I started back in, what was it, 99, 2000, that um, before the LinkedIn's, before all this internet stuff, it was still basically learning how to find the right people and going through the process of finding out and screening if they're the right person for the job. So that's under our belt. And in the spirit of out with the old and in with the new, or, or maybe I should better say, you know, keeping the old stuff, um, but now that's easy and you need to bring on new and, and master new stuff. Instead of Tactical Tuesday, I think it should be, um, I wasn't sure if it should be like Intuitive Tuesday or Turn On Tuesday or I had other T ones that helped me remember uh, on Tuesday when I want to put my mindset somewhere. It's just a good, easy reminder. Um, but I think Intuitive Tuesday is more appropriate at this stage of the game. And let me tell you why, because a couple things. First of all, going into 2021, thank God, I think we're entering the year of the woman more than ever, which has been so necessary. Um, 
I don't want to get too far off track with my little stories, but just as I've been hiring and screening CEOs this past year, I've really moved a lot. Um, I used to always do, you know, executive search and teams of recruiters and salespeople. I really trained all of you last year more on the salespeople and recruiters because it was uh, a lower level, easier to understand, easier hires, quicker hires. And we wanted to do a lot of hiring for a company that needed us. And that was great. That was great, especially for the tactical. Now that I'm moving um, more into staying in only the executive search in the CEO and CEO realm or the executives that that I hire underneath of them um, as well, it's really going to be more about intuitive um, recruiting and headhunting. And so I want to take you along on that journey as well. So if you're listening and you're just starting out, that's okay. Because again, anything you can learn and not have to do it the hard way, maybe you can just jump right into this. You, you need the basic tactics, again, which you can pick up in a book. But I think if this job, if you have a kind of a knack and a gift for this job, you'll know it. And if you feel that intuition, then the sky's really the limit. You know you're kind of in the right place. If you have been enjoying these podcasts, but you're not a recruiter, let's say you're just a housewife or uh, somebody in another career and you're listening to this, even though you're not a recruiter, but you're finding it interesting, that's a sign, right? If somehow you came across my podcast or someone referred you to me or you found me, you'll know why. But again, here you are. I think that's a sign right there, right? So I think all of us, uh, women and men, but I think women have a special gift for their intuition and knowing kind of where their heart leads them or where they should be focusing their time. Often we're told that it should be elsewhere or we feel pressure to take it elsewhere or we feel guilty. Um, there could be shame. There could be um, guilt. Like so all these different reasons, I think, that we talk ourselves out of what our heart and head is really you know, focusing us towards. And I'm hoping that in the new year, we can kind of leave all that crap behind and just get really get to the good stuff, right? Get to the stuff that's fun. Get to the stuff where every day you wake up and you're going to enjoy your day because you're going to be loving your job. You're going to feel full of purpose because you're connecting people to making a lot more money and giving their families a better uh, standard of living than they ever felt possible. You're making dreams come true. Um, you're making companies happy, but you know, more importantly, you're making the, your, your candidates um, uh, changing their life, right? So what you're doing is good work, first of all. So you're already in a great field. I can't think of one better. Again, it reminds me a lot of real estate when people help people find homes. Um, I think that is so fun uh, too, um, because that's that's a game changer in life, right? When you look at your your world, what's the big game changer? Is probably where you're living, living your life, and um, and your family, and uh, and of course the home or the, not the home you're doing it in, but the job that you're doing, right? So before I get too far off track, I wouldn't say. With intuition, I'm going to focus still now on being a headhunter and use your intuition. So in the past, if I was going to teach you, okay, it's Tuesday morning, and let's say I gave you those training modules last year on let's get on, let's use, I was using Indeed as a basic finder when we were finding uh, lower levels, um, and then I was showing you LinkedIn, and of course, there's all the other ones out there that I've done videos on Career Builder or um, ZipRecruiter, and you can get all of this, by the way, um, for free when you call those places and you want to maybe buy them, which you don't need to but you can get free training. So everything you need out there to really learn all of this, like I've always said, is free. I think it's good when you start investing yourself because it shows you have skin in the game that that is a game changer. So I'm all about saying, okay, ante up. Um, but now that you've done that again, now that you're there, um, the intuition part is really once you know where to go to find those people, and even better yet, as you get out in the world more and they know where to find you, 
using your intuition. And what I mean by that is, for instance, when you're on the internet and let's say today's Tuesday, I'll be doing this today. I'm doing uh, a CO search and then many uh, VP op searches behind that. And um, I will spend a portion of my day on the internet, right? Um, often that could be LinkedIn uh, is the, is the most used tool, but also just Google the person that I found, um, today that I actually found her, I guess over the holiday, but I'm going to have her, uh, move forward, uh, probably next week, but she's a COO of a very large health plan. Um, you know, already making hundreds of thousands of dollars, very successful woman, um, loved her background when I saw what she had done, had come up from being a nurse, um, you know, out in uh, a small town in Pennsylvania, uh, kind of got into um, some uh, hospital administration's roles as kind of a promotion from nursing to then lead teams of nurses. Um, very entrepreneurial. So on the side while doing all of that and raising a family, she got into selling Avon, um, did well and became a VP at Avon while also growing the ranks of the hospitals. Um, you know, and in the past, a lot of people used to, they saw Avon on a resume, they would not like that because like, ah, you know, they would, they would throw that off as like, you know, just something that housewives do in the side like Tupperware. But this was a, a woman that really inside was a COO. She just didn't know it yet. And she was growing through the ranks and growing within herself. And, um, you know, as I was scanning through all the faces on LinkedIn, and again, years ago, we didn't have faces to look at when you were screening. You had a, you know, it's pretty hard to be as intuitive as you can today. Um, but just screening through all the faces, and then, of course, looking at the titles and the, and the, um, the things that pop out, right, on the resume, or on her, for her instance, I'm saying LinkedIn, I actually found her on Google in an article when I popped the top 25 CEOs in the country, um, in healthcare and trying to find who felt like it'd be a right fit for this company that I'm searching for. And again, I can go into all this deeper another time, but for the purpose of this podcast, um, there's a feeling that I get and that I think you may get um, if this job is calling to you and you feel like you have a knack for this as well, that of all those faces, maybe even all the people on the, on the top 25 list, there'll be one or two that calls to you, right? Like attra- they literally attract you to their profile, to their background. You find them interesting for whatever reason, probably for all the reasons of the experience that you have and the hard work you have and learning people and, and what you're looking for and on both sides. So there's something that's saying, yep, this is a fit. This is a match. And so what I'm saying is, even though that's a little bit more kind of woo-woo out there and it's harder to define, like here's this, it's harder to say, here's your step-by-step and intuitive recruiting, <laughs> But it's the, one of the most important parts of being a great headhunter. So it's almost like that book, you know, Good to Great, you know, it came out, whatever, over 20 years ago, at least when I read it. And it was, you know, something where you've been good all this time, headhunters, right? Or if you want to be a headhunter and you're feeling good at it, and if you've got, uh, I don't know how many, um, you know, placements under your belt, whether that's one, if you're new, or like I me, mean, you already have 100 under your belt or more. But somewhere along the lines, and you don't, you don't have to have 100 to get that intuitive spot, somewhere along the lines, you know, okay, I'm going to be able to really just open myself up and I know what my client, the company is looking for, my CEO, in my instance, is um, he's telling me what he needs and wants in his CEO match. 
And so he's putting that out in the universe, so to speak, as much as when he tells it to me. I'm focusing a hell of a lot more, uh, not more, but as much um, energy, maybe even more just on that COO match because the CEO I'm working for, my client, he's got a million other things on his plate. But I've been very careful about creating space in my day and focusing my time only on a select few searches so I could dedicate so much focused energy. And that's something else I guess we'll talk about another day. It's not just the intuition that's powerful that helps you only find the right people, but it is that focused energy on that search. And it's not the hustle, ladies. And I this is nothing I want to teach you. I think back in the day, I was all about the hustle and the hard work. And the reason I limited myself for many years to only a certain amount of income, because I figured to make more, I got to work harder. And, and that just wasn't true. But the same was even true for the same amount, you know, for with, forget like a million bucks for a couple hundred thousand bucks or whatever you might do, maybe it's 60,000, whatever, wherever you're at, you don't need to double your work to double your income. You just need to get smarter and more focused and more clear. So the same is true in your search model um, when you're hunting trust yourself, trust your instincts, trust the right person is going to come to you. And I tell you, the one way I can always check myself to know if I'm following my instincts and my intuition is when I'm not feeling fearful that there's not enough time or I'm not as scared that I'm not going to find the right person. Oh my gosh, what if this isn't the right person? Or I can't find the right person. All those fear thoughts kind of can go out the window when you're trusting your gut because you know that it's going to happen. It's happened, you know, a hundred times before. Maybe it hasn't, but I'm promising you it's, that's how it worked for me. So it can work that way for you. <laughs> you can skip the hundred placements, make a few and then jump to this if you can. Um, and you can. And so basically, so again, you're following that intuition and you're focusing your energy on only what you're looking for. I find that the biggest hurdle for a lot of headhunters and young recruiters entering headhunting is there is so many things to pull your intuition and focus off what you want. Um, you know, there was a company I worked with years ago. I think they were called Haystack. And I love the name Haystack because I was talking to the CEO and he's like, yeah, he was a headhunter too. And he said, well, it's because, you know, recruiting is really like finding that needle in the haystack. And so our company that was called Haystack because they would find, the, you know, all the hay was like all the candidates out there in the search, but they were going to find that one little needle in the haystack. And it was a great, I think, visual analogy. But what I often now use that for in teaching other headhunters and, um, you know, to kind of get that visual is that don't keep adding more hay to your haystack, right? Like a lot of your recruiters, you got a nice blank slate when you start your search. And one of the reasons I've never been a big believer in posting jobs, I know I, I taught you all how to post last year because when you're learning, you should learn all the basics. You want to know what you're talking about. Um, and for some jobs, that's okay. But um, you know, I can probably count on my hands almost, or maybe it's, you know, maybe, maybe a dozen, dozens, but not very many times have I posted jobs. Um, because what happens, you just get a lot of stuff. And we've talked about this on Tactical Tuesdays. A lot comes your way and you spend so much time digging through all the wrong people. Finding the right person feels more and more impossible. And trust me, I think I've spent probably years of my life doing that as well in the past too, when it wasn't working as easily. You eventually can hard work your way there, but why do that when it can be so easy? So don't build the haystack. Keep it clear. Keep it empty. And I know that's hard for all of us, especially us um, people that love to hoard things or have too much clutter or aren't as organized. <laughs> but if you can clean, keep a clean space, just like you can keep a clean table, get all that clutter off of it, just keep it empty, right? Keep your brain clear as you're focusing on this Tuesday and using your intuition on what you're hunting for. If you can keep that clear, that person's going to come to you a lot easier and it can be easy. So what that means for your life, ladies, when you're doing a job, 
that that you should be doing the right way. That means you can do your job beautifully and you can do it, um, you know, in a great manner, not just good, but great. And then you can still have time to have breakfast with your kids. You still have time to go walk the dog or go for an hour or two hour hike in the morning um, while still having client and candidate calls later in the day. And what this means for you is that you can just follow um, a lifestyle that's way more one of your dreams than one that society handed to you and told you how to do to be successful. Because I think that's all crap, right? I think you're just going to have to set your new way now. And what's better than ever than with COVID? Um, then I've gone, I'm getting a little off track here, but on this Tuesday, <clears throat> I can't just stick to the tactics, but it, with intuition, let me follow my intuition, I guess, in talking. COVID, what has been the gift of COVID, I think, is that it's made us all have to come home. And um, you're learning that, you know, back to your job should really fit into your life. Your life shouldn't fit around your job. And so you've been kind of forced to do that now, you ladies that are home and you have, you are a mom, you have kids that need you first, you have a husband that might need you first, your home might need you first, all these things are calling to you, but you had this job and that was always the rub and always the stress. But if you can uh, learn to a little bit carp compartmentalize the hours really needed for your job, moving them around the priority hours of the family. And it forces you just, just only to get to the nuts and bolts of what you have to do in these hours you're dedicating to your job. In the beginning, you may need or want to do the full eight hours or more. And as you get better and better, it might become less and less. And I can tell you in all honesty, and even as you hear me talk about how hard I've worked over the past you know, 20 years of my career, um, I say that a little bit of tongue in cheek, I guess, sometimes I, I have worked hard, but yet I also feel almost guilt or like, am I being truthful? I'm saying that because it's been really easy for me, knock on wood. And my husband's always said, you know, that he thinks I have a horseshoe wrapped around my neck and people I meet think it comes easy. And well, you know, why is this so easy for you? And I think it's all a intuition that I'm in the game I'm supposed to be in recruiting. There's a lot of little things I think that make it seem lucky and the hard work. But the point is, I am working hard. It's not all the hours. When I say I'm working hard, in the hours I focus my business, I work really hard and I get results from that. Um, so all that time though, even when I was hustling more, when I was up at 4am and catching the plane out to California or having to you know, stay up late for candidate calls or just different things, um, I was still balanced, I guess, and really, um, for the most part, had a lot of free time, enjoyed my free time, enjoyed my weeks, focused on other things. You know, I love real estate investing. Like you know, I spent my summers at the beach for a long time now. Um, since, since I was a young mom, I took summers off. I still do that. So all that balance has been there, even when I talk about working hard. So for you that are starting out, also don't get discouraged when you think, oh my gosh, I, I can't put in 10, 20 years of hard work to get to this place. You don't have to. In fact, I, I didn't really either. I mean, I'm in a better place even now than I was 10 years ago. But even 10 years ago, I was like, I'm not working that hard, right? I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna have fun. If I'm not having fun at work, I'm not going to work. And it almost seemed like a privileged, selfish thing to say that I felt almost a little shameful for saying when other people, my husband included, or friends or family members had to work so hard for a dime, so to speak. Um, but I don't feel really any shame about that anymore. In fact, I feel empowered and I want to help others 
uh, know that that's okay. And you can do that too and learn how to do that too. Um, you know, work a few days a week, work a few hours in those days or work as much as you want. At some point it becomes fun, hopefully very early on. And then it's not like work anyway. So, um, when I'm pulling my laptop up as my family's watching a movie and it's a movie I don't want to watch and I'm searching for some woman out there that's maybe making a hundred, 200,000, 300,000. And I have a job that can make her half million or a million like this job I'm searching on right now. That is so fun. I'm eating popcorn and having my wine. I'm like, where are you? Come find me. (laughs) Come find me because I want to find you. And uh, that's when the magic happens and it's not stressful and it's enjoyable. And then the next day during business hours, you can do the little emails and the reach outs and the phone calls that all become part of the bliss of the job. Okay. So I'm going 20 minutes. I spoke way too long because I was going to keep these to 10 minutes this year. Short and sweet, I promised. Uh, Shorter and sweeter. So that's it. Have a great Tuesday. Um, Master the tactics, but then get into intuitive Tuesday, ladies. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come join us over at headhuntinghousewives.com. It's completely free to join. We're there to offer you guidance, support, inspiration. And when you're ready to go a little bit deeper, we're starting a mentorship program in 2Q. If that's for you, you have to email me at hello at headhuntinghousewives.com and let me know who you are and how I can help. Again, that's hello at headhuntinghousewives.com and I look forward to seeing you there.